Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful, Sari Ibrahim. Sari, are you ready to do this? Hey, George. I'm ready. Excellent. Let's do this. Sari is a financial professional. He is a safe wealth growth and asset protection specialist and a member of the Bank on Yourself organization. I'm excited to have you on. Sari, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so it started all in around uh, 2015. I started off as a Medicare agent, Medicare broker, where I worked with clients who were transitioning from their employer plans into their own individual Medicare plans. So I would help them with like Medicare Advantage, Medicare Supplement plans. And uh, during that time, one of my clients asked me if I could help him with uh, life insurance. Now, I had my life insurance license. I wasn't really familiar with it, but I said, yeah, I'll, I'll do some research and I'll get back to you. So I started doing some research and found out there was different kinds. And I went to Amazon even to read a book about life insurance. So I searched in Amazon, uh, found a book called uh, The Bank on Yourself Revolution by Pamela Yellen. Pretty much the title of the book was Fire Your Banker, Buy, Bypass Wall Street. And I was kind of like, how is this relevant to life insurance? You know, so I was kind of curious, bought the book and read it. Like it was a really, really interesting book. Read it in like a week. The, what the book talks about is using the cash value of a whole life insurance policy to become your own source of financing, to create your own retirement plan, uh, to protect your money from creditors and predators, and has a lot of information packed with a lot of stats and, and data to prove that. So I kind of really liked the idea of it, not just from an agent perspective, but also from a consumer perspective. So I ended up using my, um, I ended up buying a dividend-paying whole life insurance policy as a client and started funding it and started using the policy and capitalize on the cash benefits. And I could definitely get into more about that. Nice. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I'd love to talk about that today. Um, if you Google life insurance, you probably get uh, a lot of good and a lot of bad, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And life insurance in uh, on its face, I don't even care what kind it is, it's neither good nor bad, right? It's just it just sorta of is. And so there's all these different kinds of insurance. When 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 you're talking to people about life insurance, do 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 they know about this whole bank on yourself concept? Most people don't. And unfortunately a lot of people have kind of this negative idea of whole life specifically. Um, especially with like mainstream financial services and conventional financial wisdom, whole life insurance is seen as this thing that you want to stay away from. One, because it tends to be more expensive than term. And number two, um, you know, critics say that whole life insurance has tiny cash growth and um, it's kind of odd that you have to borrow the money. But all those things are actually not true about whole life insurance. Whole life insurance, if structured properly from the right companies and structured the right way, can be the best financial vehicle due to the way the cash value is treated. And the cash is treated differently than other places you would store your cash, like your check-in savings, money market, brokerage account, 401k, IRA. Um, the cash value, again, is, is treated differently. And I think that real estate investors and business owners have been utilizing these for hundreds of years. It's just most people don't know about it. Got it. 
All right. So there's a lot of, uh, I think I think there's a lot of important stuff there. Like first and foremost, it certainly is more expensive than term. Yep. That's not good or bad, right? But that's certainly very, very, very true. So when, when, when people think that there's low cash growth or low, I guess, it would, would, would you describe it as a rate of return or how, how do you, how do you talk about that when somebody says this is not a good thing because there's low cash growth? Exactly. Yeah. So a, a traditional whole life policy is going to have mostly 100% base life insurance, meaning that every dollar you put into the policy is, is strictly life insurance. And when you structure a policy that way, the traditional way, the old fashioned way, that's true. You're going to have a really tiny amount of cash value. Like, for example, the traditional way, if you put in like $10,000 a year towards a policy, you might have less than $1,000 in the first year in cash value. And that'll kind of like shock a lot of people. But the bank on yourself way allows you to structure a policy for you to maximize on the cash value growth, not necessarily the death benefit. The death benefit is important, of course, but this, the bank on yourself way is about capitalizing on the cash value part. So we can structure a policy. We can put in maybe $10,000 the first year and then have five or $6,000 in cash value. So you see, if you see the difference between less than 1,000 to five times that. So that's the first way we would structure it. And the second way is we would allow the policy to be funded with more cash that goes directly into the cash value. So for example, if you committed to using like a policy for $10,000 a year and you're a real estate investor, you came across some profits, you can roll those back into the policy and capitalize on the cash value to create your own banking system. Instead of you having to go the, to the bank for a line of credit or loans, eventually you'll have enough cash value in your whole life insurance policy for you to become your own source of financing. And there's actually, it's actually crazy because it's better to use the cash value of the life insurance policy than to use your own cash. And I'll give you a further explanation. Let's say, George, that you have a whole life policy, right? Okay. And let's say that you have $100,000 in cash value in the whole life policy. You come across a real estate opportunity or any business opportunity that requires $50,000. Now, what you could do is you could borrow from the insurance company. Um, you can borrow $50,000 from the insurance company, use the insurance company's money while leveraging your $100,000 cash value as collateral. And then you could use that for the investment or the business opportunity and then your $100,000 cash value continues to grow and earn interest and dividends on that money as if you've never touched it. Because when you went to use that $50,000, you're not subtracting that from your cash value. You're borrowing that from the insurance company. And then what happens is, is you pay the insurance company a small interest rate of like 2% APR. But while you're doing that, the insurance company is paying you interest and dividends on your entire $100,000 cash value because it didn't subtract from the principal. So they're going to they're gonna keep paying you um, interest and dividends on that $100,000. And then eventually the growth of the policy will outpace in what you pay in interest to the insurance company. So you end up gaining more than paying to the insurance company. Now, if you just use cash for that $50,000 deal, you would you would interrupt the interest growth on that money forever. You would trade that $50,000 in cash for that business opportunity, but with the bank on yourself where you're able to integrate it and kind of leverage both the interest rates, the gains on the interest, and the actual business opportunity that you're investing in. Got it, okay. Well, there's a lot of important stuff there, and it is a... I think that you've done a great job of, of explaining conceptually how it works, um, and certainly it is 
to, to your point, you, you do need to design the policy correctly because if you were just to go to XYZ company and say, give me a $100,000 whole life policy, you would not get what you're describing. It would not work the way that, that it's describing. So you do need to work with a professional like yourself that can actually, under that who understands it and then can coach you through on how to structure the policy. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You want to make sure it's from a mutual insurance company that's been around for over 100 years. And you want to make sure that mutual insurance company has a proven track record of actually paying dividends to the policy owners. Um, and that you have the ability to add in more cash without the policy becoming a taxable vehicle. Because taxes is another huge part of this. Um, back to that example that I mentioned about the $100,000 growing and then you borrowing 50000 that $100,000, the, the growth of it, as it's growing, is growing tax-free. You don't have to claim the growth of it on your income taxes. That's the benefit under current tax law. That's the benefit of the policy. But when you structure it the old-fashioned way and then try to add in more cash, you could risk the policy becoming a taxable uh, policy, and that'll kind of take away the entire purpose of the, the whole tax-free uh, part of the policy. Got it. When you say mutual company, what does that mean? It means that the policy owners own a part of the company. So with a stock company, the dividends and the profits go back to the shareholders. With a mutual insurance company, the dividends and profits go back to the policy owners. So when you buy a policy from you know, ABC Mutual Insurance Company, you're a, a, an owner in that company essentially. And, and at the end of the year, when there are profits, they, they distribute those amongst all the policy owners. Oh, got it, okay. So are there examples? of mutual life insurance companies? Yeah, definitely. Um, so one of them is Lafayette Insurance Company. Uh, another one is Forrester's Financial, uh, Mass Mutual. All these these companies have a proven track record, track record of paying dividends for over 160 years, um, including during the Great Depression, including during the dot-com crash, um, 2008 market crash, and even right now with the COVID uh, fluctuation in the market, they've been paying dividends and interest on their cash value. So you can kind of project and see that if you allocate cash to the cash value part of the whole life policy, you can expect that the cash will always grow and it won't be hit if the stock market takes a hit or the real estate market takes a hit. Your cash value won't be interrupted or affected by that. Another important reason why a lot of business owners and real estate investors would prefer to store their cash in these places because they can get the growth without with while minimizing the risk uh, as far as the cash value growth. Got it. Okay. So once the money's inside the policy, it some of it is 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 buying the life insurance protection or the death benefit, but then some of it is going to this cash value and that cash value is growing at some kind of a rate of return. And then if you are if you did buy a policy with one of these mutual companies every year that they issue a dividend, which many of them always have, the money actually goes back into the policy. Correct. Okay, nice. All right. So what what kind of what kind of time horizon are are should should people expect when they put money in to start using it to buy other things with? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, the first step is capitalize um capitalizing the policy, adding cash into the policy. Uh, you can actually start using cash out of the policy, 85 to 90% of the cash value in month one. As soon as you fund the policy, you can start using it. There's, it's, it's a very liquid 
form of uh, a liquid form uh, financial vehicle. So you can you don't have to wait a certain amount of time or a certain age before you can access the money. You can do so as soon as you fund the policy. Typically, the best way to use it is to fund it for at least two years um, to kind of grow the money. And again, even if you did borrow in the first month, that's not going to interrupt the growth of the policy. But two years is a good time frame. What happens, what we've seen is with policies around year three and year four, the cash value of the policy begins to grow greater than what you are paying into the policy. So, for example, if you were paying in $10,000 a year, around between year three and year four, the cash of the policy, the cash value of the policy will start outpacing what you are paying into the policy. So that kind of give you an idea of, of how the bank on yourself policies are structured. Got it. Okay. So who is this a good fit for? Pretty much it's a good fit for anyone who wants safe retirement, um, their own liquid pool of cash, uh, that cash not be affected by any market crashes, um, and somebody who kind of likes tax favored growth, or a combination of all those four put together. Um, I don't think it, it really work well for somebody who, you know, doesn't really believe in saving or somebody who kind of just lives paycheck to paycheck. It, it would really help somebody like that. But if you are looking to create your own kind of cash reserves and uh, you're save for retirement and kind of essentially become your own source of financing, uh, this would be a definitely a good fit. Another thing too, George, about these uh, bank on yourself policies is one important part of it is integration and what that means is you don't have to choose either i you know save for retirement or i you know invest in a business right now you can combine those two together and integrate them with a bank on yourself policy you can actually recycle the money so i could i could capitalize the policy build up the cash value borrow from that invest in businesses or invest in real estate and then have that cash still growing as if I never touched it. Again, it's a, it's a both and product and not an either or product. It is a both and product, not either or. That's a, a yep. cool way to put that. Nice. All right. Well, I certainly appreciate that. I, I appreciate that. Um, certainly not for everybody. If you're not in a good financial situation, a good financial position, if you're not saving money, if, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, this is, well, probably no, <laughs> you should just be focusing on, on your cash flow and getting your emergencies funds set up and all that good stuff before you start doing stuff like this. Um, all right. So it sounds like, uh, we, we, we've talked a lot about using it um, during your sort of accumulation years, and you touched on this idea of a safe retirement. So uh, round that out for me. Tell, me. tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, definitely. So if you were, for example, um, you know, 30 years old, you took out a policy, you can, you can see your numbers, what they'll be as far as the cash value and the death benefit when you're 70 years old. You can see that, and again, we're basing it off of insurance companies who were able to illustrate these numbers, project the numbers, and actually deliver on these numbers um, as far as the cash value growth and the death benefit, what it will be you know, 40 years later. And a lot of times we see people, um, for every dollar they put into the policy, they'll get three to four times that in retirement. So if I'm putting in $10,000 a year, by the time I'm seven years old and I go to use that money in my t retirement years, I can expect to take out thirty to $40,000 a year on a tax-free basis and a guaranteed basis. And then even when I'm using that cash, if something were to happen to me, 
my family would be taken care of. You know, I have a death benefit that's going to cover in my retirement years and before then. You know, even if you're 30 years old, you still have a death benefit that will cover you during that whole process. So I think the most important part about it is I could look at, you know, the, what, the one thing that will set up the bank on yourself policy differently from other financial vehicles is I could I could project what will happen in 30 or 40 years. If I was investing in the stock market, I can't do that. If I was investing, you know, in a 401k IRA, other qualified plans, I can't necessarily say, all right, in 30 years, I'm going to have, you know, $1.5 million in cash value. I'll be fine because nobody knows that, you know, especially with all the market trends right now that are that's, that's happening. Nobody knows what their account value will be in the future. Appreciate that. Well, Sari, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Yeah, one tip that I have for the listeners is it's I definitely believe that as far as your financial situation, it's it's mind over matter. The way you think about money and your your belief system regarding money and how money works is far more important than the actual money you have. And I think that's really important, especially nowadays with the pandemic and a lot of people lost their jobs and and lost money in the stock market. Again, it's it's your mindset of how money works and and what to do with your money rather than the actual money that you have that will save you. Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets Come on. Come on. Sari, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Yeah, if you like a free consultation, uh, you can go to uh, finassetprotection.com. That's F-I-N, assetprotection.com. And again, if you could book an appointment and I can give you a free consultation there. Perfect. Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Sarah your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to finassetprotection.com. List that in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Sari. Thanks, George. Thanks for having me on. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.